0: Nothing to turn it on, the fork stuck in the road. Don't grab you by the rest, direct you where to go. So make the best of this test know that's why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end, there's right. I hope you at the time of your life. facing the truth can be hard but denying it it is worse that's from gary john bishop uh welcome episode 58 of one life Live It podcast i'm your host steve callahan and i'm incredibly blessed that you continue to join us on this lifelong journey a couple of things uh first of all congratulations alex newhook of the colorado avalanche on winning the Stanley Cup, something that uh, we have been blessed here in the beautiful tropical island of Newfoundland, the Belle true, uh the Terre Neuve, uh, to have watched you grow up and uh, pursue your dreams and uh, just an incredible family. Congratulations on the third uh, Newfoundlander to win the Stanley Cup and bring them back home sometime this summer. You certainly have made us incredibly proud. I'm sure that uh, you've made your family proud, but more importantly, you made yourself proud congratulations, Alex, Um, as well. A lot of times I will, um, a lot of times I will see something um, and it'll resonate with me and I may pull over my car and jot down something. You know, I journal all the time as I said in uh, so many past uh, chats. And um, a lot of times, you know, it really enlightens me. Um, This weekend was one of them. I had the opportunity uh, to walk uh, through a local park, because uh, I know this podcast takes us all over the world, uh, a local park here in, in our uh, beautiful city called Bowern Park. And uh, for those that are locals, they know about it. And it has a particular swimming pool uh, that I grew up uh, going to. And for a number of years, it's been closed down for different reasons. Uh, obviously, the last couple of years, well-documented. and. as much as it may frustrate me to see beautiful faces continually to be covered up, the view that I had saw this past weekend was stunning. It took me back. I had nothing to write and it was all good. The opportunity to see hundreds of children and families just playing and splashing and Just really enjoying summer fun was beautiful. It just beautiful. And to me, that was that moment to show that no matter what is put in place, no matter what you try to mandate, you cannot bring the joy that kids bring to the world out of them. You can't, you're not gonna win. The fear is leaving. And people are getting back to really living their true life. So episode 58, One Life, Live It podcast. How can we maximize the most of our days? We're all given the same amount of time. We're all given 24 hours. Nobody has more. Nobody has less. We're all given the same amount of time. So how can we maximize our days to become the best version of yourself? And I'm I'm under the assumption that you're tuning into this podcast because you want to be the best version of yourself, that you want to truly live uh, the one life that you have. So how do we do that? How do we maximize the most? We're all starting to look at how much runway we have left. We're all starting to understand what you can do in your life and what you want to do in your life. So how do we maximize um, the most that we can? I have a couple of concepts, but I first want to share with you the five hour rule. The five hour rule. How do we turn a wasted day into a successful one? Now think about this. You know I live a life of no excuses. You know I can't have a conversation and sit across from you and hear you listen and talk and justify the excuses in your life. There's an answer for everything. An answer for everything. You know how we used to get excited when we might find out the answers to a test in the school and. That would make us, you know, kind of do well in the test. The answers are out there. They really are. So we each have to scene 24 hours in the day. How would you spend yours? That's the key. That right there, that little separation of five is the difference between ordinary and extraordinary. See, the difference in those two words is the little word extra. It is. That's it. That's it. Now, I've got a personal little concept that i'll share a little later that i've been kind of focused on in in my last little three to four year journey but we all have five hours now you may get there and argue with me that you have four but i'm going to get down to the real concept of it we each have the same 24 hours available to us but we do those it varies by culture and gender but we each have at least a few hours to spend in leisure the five hour rule asks us to devote at least one hour a day to learning at least one experimenting and reflecting just one it's a trick used by the richest and most successful and healthiest people in the world. Now here are three easy steps to start your own five hour rule. I like to make chit-chat. Now and then, one of my go-to conversation topics, most people go to conversation topic is TV. Now, I love TV. I do. It's my escape, all right? It's it's my meditation. It just allows me to shut down uh, at the end of the day. But I don't waste my five hours. Um, but most people's go-to conversation might start with, them, are you watching anything good at the moment? Now, this often will open up a half decent, mostly entertaining discussion, but sometimes my opening salvo falls flat. The other person says something like, oh, I've not got the time to watch TV. I don't have the time. I'm too busy to even watch that. It's an answer that bothers me. For one, it's laced with not a small whiff of condensation or condensation, yes. If you're watching TV, you must be lazy but mostly it bothers me because it's not strictly true. What people mean is I've prioritized all other things in my day and that's fine. That's fine, that's okay if that works for you. We each have our own personal values, concerns and preferences. I've not got time to watch TV means TV doesn't interest me as much as this or that. And that's good, that's okay, that's great. The fact is that we all have the same number of hours in the day, and it's up to us to decide how we spend. them. Some people will most certainly have more free hours than others. That's just part. That's just part of life. That's part of culture. That's part of some of your life decisions that you've made. Some people may not have the same amount of time, but on average, we all have five extra hours. I want you to think about that five extra hours and according to the five hour rule how we choose to spend those hours might mean the difference between that success and that mediocrity and ordinary and extraordinary so let's look at the anatomy of a day there are 24 hours in a day 1440 minutes if you really want to be specific the average person sleeps around eight hours I'd like to know who that is. Um, the Dutch sleep the most, and the Singaporeans the least. That leaves sixteen hours to play with. Now, I'm afraid that those learning while you're sleeping tapes aren't likely to work. Okay, so let's just let's just make sure you're aware of that. Okay, we need to subtract at least seven to eight hours a day during which most people work. <laughs> Lately. I don't know where they're to. Um, But most people will work seven to eight hours. Yes, to be successful, you might have to do that. And there's that transition period, you know, between pursuing what you really wanna do as opposed to where you may be to in your life. But there's a way, trust me, there is. So I'm gonna take, for example, that you work eight hours and There's that one hour of commute, depending on where you live, I get it, Um, but uh, I understand those can be made and that's fine because your time can be best made with those as well. We all have the commute university that we don't use as much as we should. Um, So we're gonna subtract eight to nine from that, okay? Uh, So now we're down to around seven hours. Now I'm gonna, you know, much of those seven hours are taken up by life administration, shopping, you know, some housework. Uh, some unpaid labor that's called childcare uh, and eating and drinking and things like that. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give you some two hours for your family time uh, you know, just for that kind of, you know, that those things that come into play with, with regards to life. There's our five. There's our five. Now there are, before I get into the five, there are some differences in cultures. For example, uh, in France, Greece, Italy, and Spain, they spend more time eating and in, uh, you know, than most people in other European countries. The country actually with the highest um, rate of overeating, yet they spend the less amount of time eating, which gets down to, you know, communication and connection is actually the United States. Um, 63 minutes of their day is eating. North America, sorry. So unsurprisingly, there's a huge disparity in how care work or unpaid labor is divided across genders. That's fine. Uh, around the world, women spend two to 10 times more time on unpaid care work than men. Now get that. Okay. Women spend more time on those. So guys, we're really running out of excuses. Really? Um, Of course, this has a knockoff effect in how many leisure hours the genders have to spend. For instance, in Norway and New Zealand, the difference is almost negligible. In Portugal and India, however, men have 50% more leisure time than women. No excuses, guys. None whatsoever. So the five-hour rule. Five hours. Now, most people have at least a few hours to do with what they want. For more than half of the population, those hours are wasted away on non-work related phone worship, phone worship. You all should have an app that actually tells you how much of your phone time you spend on a weekly basis. It's incredible. What an incredible wake up to really see. And I would venture most people, for other reasons, are spending close to seven hours a day on their phone. Most. True to that. Uh, but these are not the people obviously that spend the time, uh, you know, consume with their phone within those five hours. These are not the people that are going to become the entrepreneurs, the innovators and the success stories of tomorrow. These are not you. These are not people looking for the best version of themselves. These are not the people that are looking to make sure that they maximize the one life that they have. That's not them. Okay. That's okay. And everything in life is okay. But I want you to maximize the best life that you have. So over the last few decades, there's been like a cottage industry that has sprung up that examines and dissects the habits and values of self-made millionaires. Now I'm throwing terms around like millionaires and success and all that. But look, it's just about being the best version of yourself that you can be. How do I do that? How do I maximize it? I have the same amount of time as everybody else. So one of the key findings that comes up again and again is known as the five-hour rule. In short, this is the rule where we spend at least of that five, whatever that may be, one hour a day learning, reflecting, and thinking. Now, this rule dates back to Benjamin Franklin, who would devote at least an hour each day specifically to learning something new. Franklin would rise to read and write. He even set up his own club of artisans and experiments. Today, I'm fairly certain that people like Elon Musk pretty much maximize the most they can with those five hours in one hour. How do you want to become healthier? Do you really have an excuse for not going to a particular gym, a class, a walk? Really? Really? I don't think so. You have five hours. Now, you can justify and bullshit me with one hour, this hour. Maybe the third is getting in the way. Maybe you got to do a little bit more on the fourth, but you have at least one, have at least one. So how do you spend your hour? How do you do it? I challenge you, even accepting the wisdom in the five-hour rule, it can still come over as daunting. Still, after a long day with tired eyes and a throbbing head raise, most of us will just reach for the TV remote. And I have been there. Turn it on. Take me away. I'm fairly certain the discipline in life is to move beyond that. So a couple of steps. Reading print on a book is one way of learning, but it's not the only way. In fact, if you don't enjoy reading that much, it's likely you'll learn less from it anyway. Today, guess what exists? Podcasts. Audiobooks, spoken radio, they're all great ways to spend your hour. Great ways. I know of some fantastic podcasts. So think about that. Bettering yourself does not always mean cramming your head with facts. The most successful people in life were not those who stumbled on some magics and treasure in the woods, but who tried and failed, tried and failed, and tried and failed again. Get out there, get moving. Why success always starts with failure. Author Tim Hartford says success means we first seek out new ideas and try new things. Second, when trying something new, do it on a scale where failure is survivable. Third, seek out feedback and learn from mistakes as you go. Try something new, try something different. When we experiment, we both have fun and we learn a great deal. And lastly, I want you to reflect. Failure is only valuable insofar as it improves the future. You know, I I love a great quote by Samuel Beckett. Try again, fall again, fail better. I love that. That's the way I've been living my life. Each failure is different. and Each defeat is closer to victory than the last. There's a lot of ways to reflect, but the one thing that you should understand, life is happening for us, not to us. That's it. For some, it might mean a diary, a journal, or 10 minutes spent simply uh, you know, remu- remunerating. For others, it could mean talking things over and unpacking what happened. When we reflect on our days and our mistakes, we turn failures into learning experiments. And those experiments form our experiences. So give it a test. Really, enjoy your eight hours of sleep. Enjoy them. When you get up, Enjoy your commute to work, make it commute university, have some good podcasts playing, some good audio books in your car, something that you can really listen to to become inspired. Make that one of your special hours. When you get to work, be there. Lead without a title. Make it your mission, your passion, your pursuit. Do those things during your work. That can make itself in a great day. When you come home, be present. Be present with your family, your, your loved ones, your partners in life. Be present. That's okay. And when you're home, don't think about work. And when you're at work, don't think about home. Just be present in those moments. Give your time solely to those. It's okay to put the phone down. I'm working on that myself as we speak. Then enjoy the five hours for you. It's the difference between ordinary and extraordinary. At worst, at worst. It will make you a bit more interesting at the next family gathering. <laughs> at best, might make you a few million dollars. I know about that. I also wanted to share with you. You know, a lot of times people again have been asking me. You know, how have you been doing the things you've been doing? How have you been getting healthier? How have you been maximizing the most in your careers? Um, how have you been able to do this and do that? And you know, create a podcast, create YouTube channels. Uh, be able to commute different mediums. Again, just walking, growing, journaling. How have you been able to do that? And I've always said, well, I got up an hour earlier. And I didn't really just become that. I have a new concept called um, three by six or three in one. And really it's how do I create more days? You know, we have 365 in a calendar year. How do we create more than that? How can I create over a thousand days in the run of a year? It's my three in one. It really is. Uh, I'm, you know, on average, six hours sleep. It's okay. Whenever you want to start, go to bed at 10, go to bed at 12, it's all okay. But at least that sometimes it's seven, sometimes it's eight. But when I get up and get going, my first six hours of the day are going to be focused on what I call my CEO activities. Those are the things that pay the bills. Those are the things that maybe my real estate career, whatever that might be, I get those done. So I set that time And If that's six to 12, that's what it is. And if that's, that's what gets things going. And then once you accomplish something, whatever that might be at that time, so I don't waste the morning. That's where I have my most energy to those fixed first six hours. The next six hours are what we call, um, we're running our day. We're not letting the day run us. Whatever we have to do, and it may be appointments for me, and it may be other things. So I'm getting stuck done, but that's about me as well. So I'm working towards me because after that next six, I'm working for me. That's my personal time. That's my personal time. That's where I really want to get things done. So I I formulate three days into one. Now think about that in the run of a week. Instead of having five days to get to my week start, I have 15 to get there. It's all about priorities. You can't have those unless you know what's important. And you can't have that unless you journal, unless you have an attitude of gratitude. And every day you can reflect and understand what's the most important thing to you. When you do that, you schedule it. What gets scheduled gets done. So these are some things I want to share with you. But as I mentioned before, at the beginning of the podcast, facing the truth can be hard, but denying it, that's worse. That's worse. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join us continually, globally, wherever you may be too. I would love for you to leave any comments. um, And of course, you can always DM me. Uh, You can even text 709-746-8780. I would love to hear from you. Please, if you believe that this podcast um, or this YouTube video has meant something to you, then it's gonna mean something to someone else. Take the time to share. I would love for you to do that. I would love for you to play with the algorithms of life uh in the best way we know possible which is like share and subscribe um it allows us to get to a bigger audience and you know that's all we want we just want to keep people on the rails of life um uh, keep the training moving keep looking for the best way to become the best version of yourself living your true one life we are live on YouTube Apple iTunes Google pod means Spotify Amazon Alexa and radio one life So take the photographs and still friends in your mind. Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time. Textures and memories and this skin on trial. Through what it's worth, it was worth all the while. It's something unpredictable, but in the end there's right. I hope you have the time.